<laughs> lots and lots of pornography. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Film Fine Podcast, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, ladies and gentlemen, we have a fantastic show for you this week. My name is Adam Portress, and uh, Matt could not be with us this week, and uh, we searched the world over for the best possible replacement. And since we couldn't find him, we just got my good friend Josh Atkins. <laughs> Josh, welcome to the show, buddy. No problem. Glad I could be here. I'm I'm glad we got you on here because I was looking for somebody, uh, preferably that had some sort of comic book knowledge, and I know that you have a plethora of that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd well, say I'm, you do. You still collect far more than I do. Of course, I don't have a job where I can actually buy books on a monthly basis anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I was buying more books when I was on unemployment than I am right now. That's how sad it is. But, uh, yeah, so I needed somebody that had some good comic book uh, knowledge and stuff so you can really talk about today's review, which is The Wolverine, the new movie with Hugh Jackman. And uh, did did it live up to the hype that it gave us? Could it have been worse than X-Men Origins Wolverine? Well, Mm. it's it's hard to say that anything could be much worse than that, but we'll, Mm. we'll get into that a little bit later. So uh, that's what we're going to be doing today. A uh, big review is uh, The Wolverine, directed by James Mangold. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, come back, do some What You've Been Watching, and then we're going to take another break and then delve into uh, our review of The Wolverine. So with that, stay tuned, everybody. We have a great show for you. On this picturesque block, in this manicured home, something evil Something terrifying, something horrifying, is haunting Lionel. His mother. I thought I told you to stay in this house. The place is infested with vermin. Although she was a little strict. Look at this dust. It's an inch thick. He never wished her any harm. You look after me. Until... Your mother's dead, Lionel. Now, whatever mom's got... Who's your mother? ...has caught on with the neighbors. You can pray. I kick ass for the Lord. You can plead. You can beg for mercy. But nothing you can do will stop. Because how do you kill something that's already dead? Trimark Picture presents a modern masterpiece of horror. Your mother ain't my girl! Dead Alive. 
party's over. here josh what have you been watching this week sir i've been trying to catch up on uh a multitude of things uh on hbo go i've been watching boardwalk empire and uh the wire um uh netflix i was uh trying to catch up on hatfields and mccoys that miniseries that came out you know back in i think 2012 and uh current tv I'm, i'm watching uh the bridge on fx and uh under the Dome on CBS. How's how's Under the Dome now? Uh, and now I know you're a huge Stephen King fan, and I know you've read the book. Laura read the book as well. Fucking love the book. Mm-hmm. How how do the two compare? The you hate you hate to always have to say it, but the book yeah. is way better. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's I guess it's comparable in a lot of ways. But they, they've changed. It seems to me they've changed a lot of the characters and the situations for. I'm sure they have some reason behind it. Maybe it's their budget. Maybe it's uh, what they can and can't get away with on network television. But uh, it seems to me they've some of the changes they've made aren't for the better. Hmm. Um, it, like it's watchable. It, it's passable for a, a summer series. You know, especially since it's only limit. You know, it's a limited series. It's well. Not like it, I don't know if you've read this or not, but they are actually talking about if it seems like it might be successful enough, they they are po- they do have a possibility of bringing it into a, a slightly more ongoing series. Uh, I guess I guess they could find a way to stretch it out over a few seasons. I guess, but you know, you could get more into the lives of the people in the town or whatever. But well, I, I think I with the good part about it though really is uh, is King's involvement with it. Because mm-hmm. he yeah. is involved in a lot of the show, and I think a lot of the, like different changes and stuff, at least you know for good or for bad, have uh, gotten his seal of approval on them. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of like uh, Game of Thrones, you know, where uh, George R. R. Martin's involved with that, and uh, I'm blanking. There's another show. Ah, I'm blanking, but yeah, I mean, as long as he's involved, you know, he's got his hand in it. I guess I'm cool with the changes. You know, as long as there's, as long as the end game, you know is good or you know you have good uh outcome to it but you're probably thinking walking dead yeah yeah that's it uh kirkman robert kirkman yeah involved with that okay well that's cool uh i haven't really been uh watching a whole lot lately um well like because we've been we've been getting the podcast out uh, a little later than i would have liked to so in between that time and this time i haven't seen a whole lot but i've actually been rediscovering uh television just television in general. Now, for the last year, 
uh, we were we were cord cutters, man. We uh, we we ditched the cable TV altogether, and we went Netflix and Hulu and uh, an occasional um, dalliance into the dark arts. I don't want to say anything more <laughs> than that <laughs> as to uh, how we acquired things. But pornography, pornography, <laughs> lots and lots of pornography. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it's been interesting, kind of getting back into it because, like I said, I haven't had actual television in a year, and it's always been kind of like, well, here's the few things that are available to you to watch. In, um, and it's, I don't know, it's it, it's different. I, I just watched uh, Joe Rogan questions everything, the new series on sci-fi. Mm, yeah, uh, I actually saw the. Uh, but the first episode, I think it was, where he's uh, walking around trying to find Bigfoot. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I liked better it. than I, I thought it would be. I like Joe Rogan, and I I uh, I, I enjoy his podcasts from time to time. And uh, I um I I'm kind of a some would say a slight conspiracy theory uh, nut in some ways. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I can relate to a lot of those things where it's just like, yeah, Kim Trails are out to fucking get us all, man. So I kind of. I fall in that category from time to time. So uh, I was actually I was actually watching the uh, the show that comes on before. I guess it's going to be like that block on uh, whatever night that is on Sci-Fi with uh, Paranormal Witness. Oh, what's that I like about? That. Uh, it's basically just kind of like a, a unsolved mysteries type of show for uh, paranormal paranormal stuff. You know, aliens, ghosts. Is Robert Stack involved? Who? Robert Stack's probably dead though, isn't he? Oh no, yeah, I think so. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I've watched that off and on. I, I don't, you know, I don't DVR it or anything, but when I get a chance, hmm. it's pretty good. All right. And uh, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else that I might have really. My, my movie watching is definitely going to be going up next week. But that, like I said earlier, we've been uh, kind of getting the shows out a little later. I want to start trying to get them a little earlier in the week and hopefully they can uh, reach out to everybody and get it so you know it's kind of fresh on everybody's mind and uh, that's basically what we're doing today so uh hopefully this will be out on a uh, Monday morning so Monday morning you can come download the you've already downloaded it. I don't know why I'm explaining to you what you've already done that makes no bloody sense <laughs> anyway so I'm crossing my fingers I'm waiting for breaking bad to come back I'm so sad I got to wait till November for Doctor Who to come back so you know that's both shows. I'm trying to catch up on. I haven't even started on the current Doctor Who stuff yet. Oh, I'm still, still. When I get a chance, I'm still watching the older episode. You know, 80s. That, I mean, that's there's some good stuff in there. But like, honestly, where I would tell you to start, where I tell anybody to start, is uh, start with the new season uh, in 2005 with the whole new series with Christopher Eccleston. Start mm -hmm. there. Now, that first season's going to be a little rough. Mm -hmm. And you have to just kind of think, even though it was made in 2005, just think they only have, I don't know, I, I like to think that there's some special thing in Britain where they're in some sort of time uh, elapsed thing where <laughs> the only special effects that they have available to them are the ones that they had uh, on Next Generation. Yeah. <laughs> so it's basically 1995. Yeah, it's basically 1995. There's like the special effects, many of them look about 10 years old, too old for what they should be. Yeah. But uh, if you can make it through season one, and but by season two they start getting, you can tell that the budget's kind of jumped up a little bit. You change doctors, so you got Tennant in there, and uh, you know much more fun doctor than Eccleston is. And but by season three they've really got a good budget on it, and mm -hmm. the stories kick up and everything's real good. So once you can get through that, get through the first season, which is good. I'm not saying it's bad. 
But Look, if, the, I, if I can get through a lot of the stuff that I've been watching from from uh, <laughs> yeah the sixties what, whatever stuff, whatever's yeah. available to you on Netflix, you know, it basically starts from the beginning. But it's it's kind of hit or miss. They just give you the little story arcs of uh, you know maybe four or five episodes from say like uh, the first Doctor, and then there's a handful from the second Doctor, and you know and so right. on. Yeah, so so definitely, yeah. If I can get through that, I'm sure I can get through the first exactly. season. Something more current. Exactly. Sometimes, like especially if you've gone through and watched more of the recent stuff and then get into it, it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these, I mean, you know, God bless them. BBC did not have a whole lot of money back then. But what was cool is, like, I think about from, come second or third season, like uh, Canada actually helped put in some money for mm. Doctor Who, so their budgets have gone way up. And uh, but. Some good shit, but now just and, and probably just for the fact that the ratings have probably gotten better here in America with you know BBC America probably oh, they've helps gotten out a lot too. fantastically good here. I mean it's yeah. it's it's quite astonishing. But uh, all right, so that's what we've been watching. Uh, let's take a little break and then we're going to jump into our main review of the Wolverine. Hey there, loyal listener. I'll bet you ask yourself almost on a daily basis, how can I be more involved with the Film Find Podcast? Well, my friends, it's easy. Like us on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter, YouTube, or subscribe to us on iTunes. I mean, now I know what you're thinking. How can I remember all of that crap? Well, it's easy. Just go to thefilmfind.com and the links for all of that stuff are on the left-hand side of the page. It's so easy, even Sloth could do it. Well, maybe not slaw, but hey, you could. Head on over to thefilmfind.com and make all your dreams come true. Or at least all my dreams. Side, 720 on the hotel side. What are you looking for? Same person who told Tyler to throw the fight. She's one. Shooter's two. Tyler's three. The drunk who shot the signal's four. Whoever was on the other end of that radio was five. Five people make a conspiracy, right? It sounds like he's conducting a very dangerous investigation. I'm not going to let you kill her. Please, Ricky. 
You're all alone on this. The house wins. everybody we are going to jump into our new review of this week uh kind of a yeah, while maybe not the hugest splash at the box office it was uh number one at the box office uh, directed by james mangle starring a little guy i don't know if you heard of him before kind of this new upstart kid named hugh jackman he's gonna be big it's gonna be big i tell you uh here is the trailer for wolverine or the wolverine can't say it can't say wolverine is it the Get it right wolverine Thank you. It's beautiful, Yoshida. Keep it safe for me. Someday I'll come get it. My employer is dying. He wants to thank you for saving his life all those years ago. It's an honor to meet the Wolverine. That's not who I am anymore. After the war, the Yashida family business became Japan's largest. He made advances that have saved millions of lives. I want to offer you a gift, Logan. You have struggled long enough. Your ability to heal can be passed to another. Allow someone else to shoulder your burden. Logan, son, I can make it mortal. Trust me, Bob. You don't want what I've got. I'm not ready to die. You're bleeding. Just keep moving. I'm not healing. She did this to me. This flesh is weak now. A viper. So you can see the future. I saw you die. We will accept your surrender with respect. Is that all the men you brought? Your grandfather called me a Ronin. Samurai without a master. Quest no reason to live. Right. All 
right, everybody, that was the trailer for The Wolverine, the new movie uh, out of the box office right now, directed by James Mangold, starring uh, Hugh Jackman. We have, uh, this is where I needed Laura in here because she could pronounce all these Japanese names where I go, <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm going to give it my best here. Uh, Tao Okonomo, or I'm just going to stop right there. <laughs> I'm looking at it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so tough. Um, a Japanese actors and actresses, <laughs> and Famke Johnson, and Famke Johnson, and then some uh, flashbacky sort of kind of uh, Brian T. I could pronounce that name. That one's easy. Yay! Small victories. Small victories. Uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, let's see. The log line here from IMDb: Summoned to Japan by an old acquaintance, Wolverine becomes embroiled in a conflict that forces him to confront his own demons. Sounds mm. like every flick ever. Anyways, <laughs> good, good line. It's a good line. Um, let's start here. Um, Josh, what is your history with uh, not only, we'll say, Wolverine and the X-Men in general? Well, I've been reading X-Men fairly regularly, although I haven't been reading over, as much over the last couple of years, but... Fairly regularly uh, since uh, 1989, 90. So late 80s, early 90s mostly. So, uh, and, and I, look, I don't read Wolverine, the monthly Wolverine comics as much as my brother does. He's, that's like the only book he's really ever enjoyed that in Batman. But mm-hmm. um, I've been more of a team book kind of reader most for the most part. But yes, I've. I've I've got a pretty good knowledge of the the history of Wolverine and the X Men. You've had some dalliances. Yeah, <laughs> I read a couple issues, a couple things here and there. Yeah, I'm like I I I wouldn't put myself anywhere near probably what you've read in the past. But you know, obviously, you know, we've all kind of gone through those phases from time to time of reading a lot of books. So uh, I wouldn't say I had the most intimate knowledge of Wolverine and uh, some of these things. But um, and um. But, uh, yeah, big fan. Big fan of uh, all, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, I, I went into this movie with a little bit of trepidation, as one might expect, because we got a little movie before this called uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. What were your thoughts on that masterpiece? Oh, God. Where do you even begin with that? Well, I, I can tell you where I begin with that one. One uh-huh. of the main things is, it was it 2005 or four? When X Men or when uh, Origin came out, the the last the, the first one? the Wolverine Origin. No, yeah, I the, don't think it was that long ago. Oh, I think unfortunately, was, no, 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 no. The book. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that was uh, yeah, 2000. I don't think it's no, like, no, no. That was earlier. That was like 2001, 2002, something like that. Yeah, 2002, 2003, or somewhere yeah. like that. Uh, but there was a, it was a six issue run series of uh, telling uh, Wolverine's back origin. Now, mm-hmm. see, for the longest time, it was always like no one knows who Wolverine is. He's a guy just calls himself Logan. That's about as much information as you're going to get. You know, mm-hmm. at some point, he's Canadian, but you don't. You didn't really know anything about his backstory, and that went for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. And then uh, close just, to thirty years, yeah, probably. yeah. And so they decided, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to do what actually no artist and writer team wanted to do. We're going to tell Wolverine's backstory, and it was like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. And 
that six issue miniseries is absolutely fantastic from a writing standpoint, from an art standpoint. Uh, if you can get that, I'm sure you can get it in trade for probably dirt ass cheap right now. But uh, go check that out. It's just Origin, just the name of it. Uh, Andy Cooper did the art. Who wrote it? Do you remember off the top of your head? Um, I think that was uh, uh, Joe Cusada. I know he had a big hand in that. Yeah. Paul Jenkins, I think. I think you know. Anyways, but it, great book. Go go check that out. Uh, they took that entire six issue run and put it into about thirty seconds of <laughs> yeah. the beginning of X Men Origins, and, and that's what killed me about that movie. Because like I know everyone wants to get to Hugh Jackman, you know, knifing motherfuckers up, but mm-hmm. what made that book so cool is that you got to see this process of this little kid who became. Who you know he was sickly as a little child, and they do it in like they literally do it in thirty seconds in the movie, and they just go, "James, you're always sick." Claws. That's that, it. That, that was pretty much the only good thing about that movie was the first, uh, the first thirty sec. Well, I'd say the first few minutes, you know, because they have that, and then kind of like the fast forward through the timeline of uh, him and uh, Sabretooth. But they really. That's it. And, and and they didn't get quite the saber-toothed relationship that was uh, dis- at least what I thought was a saber-toothed relationship in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. What was so weird is that they, they just they said, okay, we're, what should have been 45 minutes, we're going to give 45 seconds to, and then we're just going to devote it all to Wolverine, have it make no sense to anything close to canonical that we know about Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we're just going to ruin Daredevil for everybody. <laughs> Oh my God! What they what they did to uh, Deadpool in that movie? Deadpool, I was say Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. What they did to him in that movie was a shame, a sham. Shimmy sham. I was I was quite upset. Yeah, because I know you are a huge Daredevil or yeah. I keep saying Daredevil, Deadpool fan. Yeah, same thing. I got Deadpool books over here looking me in the it, face. That's why. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I was I was I was cool with it, you know, at, at first because you know they had pretty much stuck, pretty much staying to the character, so to speak. When you saw Ryan Reynolds, you know, kind of in the earlier days, you know, he's got the swords and uh, although that was kind of a little over the top already. Yeah. But still, you know, I'm like, all right, well, that's fine. You know, he's, he's still the smart ass character that he's supposed to be. You know, he's still a badass. I, I can deal with that. But then the way they, they turned it in the last, uh, what, now 30, you, 45 minutes of that movie? Now Good you Lord. correct me if I'm wrong. But Weapon X was a program. Why in the movie did they decide to call you know him Weapon Eleven? X did not denote a number, as far as I was aware. I think that, I think they that, actually have gone back and said that it, originally it was Weapon X, but I think they have gone back since and said that yeah, it is a number. Okay. So apparently, there's like nine failed, you know, abortions of Wolverine running around. I guess <laughs> <laughs> one with claws coming out of his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, you know, a horrible movie. And of course, then they gave uh, Deadpool laser eyes and uh, sewed the Merc with the mouse mouth th- up. That was it's not it's, it wasn't Deadpool. They basically called him the Deadpool. Yeah, and he's he's got a um, he's an amalgam character. Is what it is. Good lord! It was such a terrible fucking movie. You could have. I mean, like, did you really have to take Deadpool to do that? Honestly, I mean, you could have just said anything. Hey, there's, a there's a dude on the street. Let's let's make him the dude that takes on all the dead mutants' powers. Yeah. But no, they uh, had to ruin a, a character that everyone was excited to see for that movie. <laughs> Good job, uh, non-Marvel Studios Marvel film. Yeah. Oh, and I'm sure if uh, uh, Disney ever gets a hold of the of the X universe again, 
Oh, you know they're going to completely rewrite everything they've done in these movies, <laughs> and probably just bring in Hugh Jackman to be Wolverine, just because he'll do it forever. Yeah. But you know, you know, there is an actual team. Like Disney has a team that is like working around the clock, twenty four seven, in order to try to get all their rights back. I'm sure that's that is their main goal. Is like we want to I mean, get that, all of these rights back so we can have everything under this umbrella. A la Warner Brothers with DC, but Warner Brothers still, even though they have every right, don't know what to do with them. Yeah, well, they they still they can't get it. They can't get the right you know the the right foot started to begin with. But I think uh, you know they have every every intention of getting it back. I'm sure at some point, and you can't blame them. The 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 amount of not the amount of movies per se, but the amount of stories that you can tell with what they've already established in the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You can just throw this in the mix with that. You don't necessarily have to start the whole X franchise over again. Right. You know, you can just kind of intertwine with what you've built with uh, the Avengers and soon be Guardians of the Galaxy and just go from there. Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit later as to uh, what leads up after uh, this film today. So that leads us into talking about the Wolverine. Uh, kind of starts out in uh, World War II Japan just as the uh, bombing of Nagasaki is about to happen. And uh, Wolverine, as you've heard in the trailer, uh, protects this guy, keeps him safe and everything. And then all of these years later, he calls on him to come back to Japan to quote-unquote thank him for uh, saving him all those many years ago, but he has ulterior motives. He wants to uh, take away this uh, healing power from Wolverine because he knows that, you know, this warrior is has, will be going on forever and that how he wants to live, you know, he can tell inside of him that, you know, he would eventually like to just lead a normal life and die like a normal person would. Mm-hmm. And that's been a great thing about Wolverine is that, uh, you know, he he's pretty much remained ageless. That's what was cool about uh, his little cameo in uh, in uh, da, 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 first class mm-hmm. was that you could just get Hugh Jackman like he is because Wolverine pretty much just ages at a much slower pace than everybody else. Yeah, I mean, outside of maybe telling the sto- telling the rightful story of his youth that they never did, yeah, uh, it can always be him. Yeah, from what from what the Civil War all the way. <laughs> but that was that that was. That, I really like that, and that we don't have to age make make up mm-hmm. him up or anything, or uh, de-age him with computer graphics like we horribly tried to do in X three. Mm. Oh boy, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he goes back. He gets uh, kind of summoned by this uh, by this uh, young lady. They get brought back, and um, what what do you think of the whole uh, the whole uh, the beginning? Let's put it that way. I thought the setup was uh, was pretty good. I mean, I you know, I, it was definitely cool. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know if it punches any holes in the story that they t- not that it matters. Quite honestly, <laughs> I think everyone it, is trying to forget any of, that. One. Any of the holes of of the story that they were trying to tell in in Wolverine Origins, because you know the way they kind of made it in that movie was, you know, uh, he was born got claws and ran off with saber tooth. And then they hung out for some really long period of time, killing people and do what they do. Fighting along like badasses, which was like a neat, interesting idea. It was, it nothing was awesome. That, nothing but, that really ever, I don't think canonically ever really happened. But see, and this time I can't look, I'd have to go back and watch it. And God knows I don't want to, <laughs> but, I, 
maybe I could just pop in and watch the first 10 minutes and then stop it because I mean, I almost want to see whether what he was doing in that movie uh, with uh, World War II that he would all of a sudden just pop up in a hole in uh, next to what is it Nagasaki? Yeah, I don't know. It's that seemed kind of you know continuity wise didn't seem to quite match up, but maybe I'm wrong. I got to say this though, I, I'll, I'll give the guy this much credit, but uh, for being that close to a nuclear blast, the fact that he lasted as long as he did and not just die of radiation right then and yeah. there, it's kind <laughs> of amazing. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's got a little burn on the side of his face. No, oh, that's going to be about it. And you were pretty, under, yeah. He was under a big metal sheet. So, <laughs> so that counts for something. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the setup. I mean, you know, I thought it was uh, well done. You know, the, the first thing that popped in, well, maybe we'll, we'll get into Go ahead. Move on. We'll, go, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> All right, so... Basically, he gets to Japan, uh, meets this guy. He's like, "Hey, I want to want to take your uh, stuff away from you, more or less." And like, he realizes that you know he's led this long life. He wasn't ready to die because these these guys um, uh, in Japan they were about to kill themselves. They were kill themselves because they had dishonored or whatever. I'm not a hundred percent sure myself. Um, but uh, Harry, so, Harry, 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 Harry here, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hot talk would you? <laughs> Why in the middle of World War II they'd start off with that? It's beyond me. Be hot, I'd have mustard on me and hate me. <laughs> <We'd bite it. laughs> Boy, I sure would. Anyway, <laughs> fucking. Um, yeah, so they decide not to. Uh, he decides not to kill himself, and that's when um, Wolverine grabs him, drags him down into this uh, holding cell that he was previously in. Shields him from the blast and everything. And so he's like, I didn't want to die back then, and I don't want to die now. Because he's built a, built this massive uh, legacy and everything. Uh, big One of the biggest tech companies in the entire world. And he still wants to run it. And uh, so he's got... This is where some of it comes like... I, I don't know where he hires this one chick who we... You know, no real spoiler... Because they said it in the thing, but and I don't think most people even know who the fuck this is, so it doesn't much matter to most people. <laughs> but uh, so uh, he essentially hires a, a young nurse or whatever, this blonde chick, who we later to find out to be Viper. Mm-hmm. She says it in the trailer, for heaven's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, and, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And basically she ends up kind of knocking, you know, implanting this thing inside of Wolverine in order to take his... Uh, his uh, healing powers out of him. Still has the animatium and all that stuff, but uh, is starting to go down. Then shit goes down, and uh, and uh, the master dies. Uh, and at his funeral, they try to take uh, his granddaughter away, uh, Mariko. Mariko? I, I don't want to mm-hmm. say. I don't want to sound stupid. <laughs> Mariko. Mariko. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, decides that uh, so Yakuza try to go and kidnap her, basically because they find out that she was going to be the heir to this entire empire, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I guess it kind of goes from there. And we'll, we can we can go into some, some spoiler stuff later, but uh, and of course Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Logan, Wolverine, however you want to come, James, <laughs> he goes by many <laughs> names. The dude with the claws, Claw Man, <laughs> <laughs> the Claw Guy. He was good. 
Wasn't that a He-Man character? Clawful. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, he's haunted by these images of uh, Jean Grey. I, I got to say, for the most part, though, I kind of did like how they uh, interjected this with, uh, regardless of what your thoughts of the movie are. And we can get into that in a couple minutes. Uh, but revert kind of back to uh, X3 a little bit. Mm-hmm. I did like how they kind of did that and with his, uh, you know, thoughts about, you know, where Jean is, when, you know, the fact that she had to die and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I did enjoy that. But um, let's, let's just, okay, before we, I, I think we're just going to roll into spoilers probably pretty soon, right? It probably. And so because we, we can just talk about all the kind of yeah. crazy shit that goes on. It's kind of hard to avoid with this one. Yeah, but I mean, you can imagine most of. It. So let's uh, let's go ahead and. Uh, what, what were your uh, overall thoughts? And uh, just would you recommend this movie? Uh, well, I guess the the thing is, is that the the X Men Origins Wolverine was such a turd. This one looks like Citizen Kane. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's <laughs> so. I mean, I guess in that respect, yeah. You know, but I mean. You'd almost want this to be the origin movie a little bit more than, you know, the first one was simply because that one was just so damn awful and just, and went in so many different directions, you know, like throwing Gambit in there and, and the blog. Well, just stuff that's like completely unnecessary. And yeah. It's like, how did the blog like, get fat? He ate. Yeah. <laughs> what the I mean, fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, 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 w- that bothered me from the get go right there was the fact that there was so many, I mean, it, I get it. It's X-Men origins. You know, it's supposed to supposedly, I think it was supposed to be like the first of many like X-Men origins movies, you know, like yeah. X-Men origins, Magneto, X-Men origins, uh, professor X. Right, 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 right. And who knows? They might still do that one day, but so, you know, of course they're going to have other mutants and, and, and other X characters and I'm fine with that, but the way they, the execution of it was just terrible. So in that respect, in this one, you didn't see as much of that. You know what I mean? Them trying to shoehorn in uh, Cable for some reason oh. or uh, Wolf's Bane or <laughs> Colossus just because, you know? Yeah, so, you're right. That was It was one of those things that, like, a lot of that shit was just so fucking uncalled for that yeah. it's like, oh, well, here's Gambit. Why? Eh, no real reason. We just kind of, you know, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Yeah. It'll be cool. He's a cool character. People right? know who Gambit is, and he wasn't in any of the X Men movies, so he can be in this X Men movie. Mm-hmm. I think you should have okay. saved that for X Men okay. Four or some other X titled other than the Origin of Wolverine. But but getting back to this movie, because that's all this is turning into is as a uh, a bash Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, origins. a bash on the other one. But <laughs> I enjoyed this. I, I would recommend it. I mean, I. It, I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I actually didn't uh, listen to your take on uh, uh, God Almighty. I'm blanking. Man of Steel. Right. Uh, so I mean, if I'm comparing, you know, comic book movies that you know, or or comic related movies that have ca- uh, come out this year, 2013, I'd say it was just as good as Man of Steel. At least, in, at least in some respects, okay. it's probably. A, probably a better overall story i guess i don't know well i mean what was your take on that well i mean i, I enjoyed um I, I enjoyed man of steel far more than i than i thought i would have mm-hmm. uh x-men or i will say there's no x-men in front of the title uh with wolverine um here's the thing i i did enjoy it overall 
I, I mm-hmm. didn't love it to the degree with which I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now, they did something here that they didn't do in Origins, and I, I'm sorry to, that we keep kind of going back in the comparison <laughs> and whatnot, but, I mean, it's it's what you have to compare it, to. It's inevitable, yeah. I mean, you got two Wolverine movies, so this is what you're going to get. Yeah, so, but they, they had a lot more story in this one, and mm-hmm. I, I think that served the movie very well. And the action that was there was was pretty good, but overall, it just it did feel like it was missing just a little something. And I would love to be able to tell you what that little something was, but I, I'm not I, I'm not that capable of doing it. You have a you know you have a great director here in James Mangold, who you know who's directed a lot of really good movies and in a lot of very different types of movies that we kind of teased at that last week. Excuse me, good lord. I mean, he did like Copland and Girl Interrupted, Identity, Walk the Line, Three Ten to Yuma, Night and Day. Like the guy's done some good movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people don't like Night and Day, but I, I like that movie. I don't know why. But um, so the guy's definitely, done some definitely like the Walk the Line. Oh yeah, so the guy's mm-hmm. done some great movies. And the writers of this, you have uh, you know Mark Bombach, who did you know Live Free or Die Hard, Total Recall, and Unstoppable, and you know okay movies, not you know nothing to certainly write home about but then you've got the uh the other writer uh but uh, scott frank who did like minority report and out of sight and get shorty so you know you've got good writers you've got a good director and you know the movie looks good it's well acted the special effects are all pretty good i mean there's a a a chase on a bullet train that was uh that was really good i mean you can that's what i was going to say earlier was that i believe uh that the special effects in this movie C, uh, CGI, whatever, were far better than Origins. The claws didn't oh look like gosh. cartoon claws. The, yeah, you're right. The cartoon claws in the first one where it was just like they came out of nowhere and like they mm-hmm. just they look so bad. But I think they really learned about uh, learned a lot from that last look. I mean, for mm-hmm. heaven's sake, at Comic Con this year, I mean, Hugh Jackman came out and apologized for Origins. <laughs> he came out and said, "Look, I just want to tell everybody." I'm sorry that we did that flick. That was not really what we wanted to do. This is far more in line with what we want. He should have brought out Ryan Reynolds and apologized for uh, <laughs> now, say you're sorry. for his part in that movie and Green Lantern. But go ahead. I don't think Green Lantern's as bad as everybody makes it. No, out. no, no. I actually enjoyed it, but, you know. Yeah. I just don't still. think he was the right dude to be Green Lantern. But Probably anyways. not, but that's that's neither here nor there. Yeah, It is but, what it is. Uh, yeah, overall, I did like it, and perhaps this is a movie that might grow on me a little bit. Um, the Silver Samurai stuff was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, the stuff that they – I wish they would have given a little bit more heft to the Viper character to really give us the reason behind her motives because I don't feel that we really got those or at least that the, they were expressed well enough to where Yeah, because if, I you, got if you stayed true to the comics on her, boy, you could go deep. But they probably can't too – Touch on some of her history without going into the Avengers history to an extent. To which that's when you get in trouble, yeah. Bill, because you can't do that because Disney and Marvel Studios yeah. owns that. So slap, slap. Yeah, yeah. But, you're not. You can't. You can't go down the Hydra route with uh, with that. Yeah. Was you like formally like like uh, Mistress Hydra or some such? Yeah, Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they kind of went the hand route with her. Yeah. But overall, you know, a, a good movie. I think it's. I think it's most definitely worth a rental for sure. I don't know if I would necessarily rush out to the box office to see it. And that's that's you know, X Men Origins is why Wolverine is why people I I think didn't go out in droves. I mean, you know, forty million dollars, not too bad. At the uh, box office, it's rolling out at uh, da, 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 
we got 141 million worldwide off of 120 budget. So you know, by the end of this thing, that's gonna it's gonna it's it'll definitely make its money back mm-hmm. because uh, I think word of mouth will give this a good second week because there's nothing super super huge coming out next week. So I think you know it, it'll it'll be in the top three again. So it's definitely gonna make its uh, money back and everything. Oh but, yeah, it'll make money. And I, I would uh, I would say that this is uh, one of the better comics movies. I I still haven't seen Pacific. Not that that's a comic movie, but I still haven't seen Pacific Rim to know where it would stack up as far as you know making money over the next month or so. Pacific Rim's probably within my. It's it's definitely within my top five of this summer. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, yeah. amongst the upper ones, probably probably like two or three up in there. But uh, and you talk about a movie money wise, it's not that movie. I mean, it's not even in the top five this week, at least according to the one that I'm looking at. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, but that's a whole... Wolverine, The Conjuring, Despicable Me 2, Turbo, and Grown Ups 2. Jesus, what the Grown Ups 2 <laughs> uh, Somebody kill us all, please, 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 please. Anyways, all right, so that is our basic thoughts on uh, The Wolverine. A uh, What would you give it out of five stars? Uh... I'd say three, maybe three and a half. Just, you know, once again, I don't want to get into spoilers, especially for a big one, but one of the things that happens in the credits kind of, I think, might give it a half star for me. Hmm. It's a three and a half, maybe. Yeah, that's that's about right where I was at. I'm I'm teetering on three, three and a half, but I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll go probably three and a half. I'll, you know, save it for subsequent viewings to really figure out. Oh, oh, I should mention this, too. Uh, James Mangold uh, said that uh, the uh, release that they're going to be putting out on DVD and Blu-ray is going to contain 30 more minutes, and mm. uh, it's apparently far more violent and bloody. Nice. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, Especially I, I don't with know this if character. you necessarily need to add a link to it as long, you know, because it is, what, two hours, 15, I think, something yeah. like that. But it's you, already a But if you can make movie. it gory and add in substantive story... Exactly. As long as it's just not complete garbage that, you know, craps it even worse or, you know, craps the movie up, then I'm I'm definitely down for that. Because, like, you know, it's, it's like the Lord of the Rings movie. I think the only one truly that, like, that, that benefits from being a, uh, a, like, an extended edition is, like, Two Towers. I mm-hmm. think they really did add enough uh, substance in there to really make yeah. that one worth. I mean, the other two extended editions are fine. Don't get me wrong. But I think Two is the one that really has the, you know dearth of good stuff mm-hmm. ad- added to it that doesn't just feel like kind of like well we filmed it so we might as well add it in there i'd say with the wolverine if you're a, if you're if you are a huge fan of x-men and and wolverine and, and just comic books in general you'll definitely enjoy this movie yeah and if you were let down by the last one and are a little bit trepidatious about this one don't be just go ahead and jump in you'll, and you'll I'm probably sure that, dig it i mean enough. Look, honestly with me that's why it was better for me, simply because that that first one set that, the bar you know, so just, low, set, yeah, set it so low that I'm just like, well, it's got to be better than that. So you know, it was all, it, and it was totally better than that. I mean, a hundredfold or hundred times better than that. So yeah, definitely, I would definitely check it out. All right, and with that, we are going to uh, get into spoilers. Warning, warning: the following contains spoilers. You have been warned. Okay, we are now in full spoiler territory. Uh, what what did you like and not like about, you know... All right, so the whole Silver Samurai thing. Let's start there. 
Mm-hmm. What What were your thoughts about that, and especially the reveal that it was uh, the old man? Well, I, I didn't think they were going to go the traditional route with uh, the character just from the get-go, simply because you would have had to have introduced him somewhere in there before the reveal at the end. And, and it was kind of cool, you know, you saw the, the, the suit of armor or whatever. Yeah. Remember they showed it like sitting next to his coffin or whatever. And, and mentioned the silver samurai. And, yeah, and, and said it by name. So you're kind of, well, you know, maybe. But, you know, obviously you've already seen from the trailers. That he's there. That, yeah, that there's some big beast of a silver samurai-ish looking thing. And they kind of, they kind of do, well, they don't do with his son. It's, it's wait a minute. No, it was his son, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they look, go at uh, the, the fact that he was. You like, mean in the comics? No, 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 no. Uh, so okay. when in, 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 in the movie where he kind of dons that, uh, dons that silver samurai suit a little bit, not mm-hmm. enough really for it to kind of, I, I guess, to really click for people that's like, oh, that's the thing that was out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, his son does get into that suit for for a short amount of time, so I guess that is a slight kind of you know nod to the original you know. Super yeah, I mean, because in the comics, he, yeah, he is the uh, son of of Yoshida, but uh, not quite the way they portrayed it in that respect. But yeah, in the movie, it's uh, you almost see it, the samurai eventually. You see him revealed as just a Hulk. Somewhat that you don't, you know, that's not really set up very well, at least in my opinion. Yeah, and like they never really, you know, other than keeping him, other than keeping Yoshida alive, they don't really go into any reasons. Like, first of all, it's like, so you gave him something to get, keep him alive. Why this suit? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you make this? What is the point of it? Why does it have this extra sword with it? Um, there's a lot of things that just that truly make no fucking sense at all. It's maybe like, I maybe I missed it because I actually had to use the bathroom for, <laughs> for a few minutes at some point toward the end. But uh, maybe I missed it. But where where did the the glowing sword all of a sudden? Well, that you was just, I mean? like, that was just a thing. <laughs> it was just like a glowing sword that he had. <laughs> yeah, like what? He's like it wouldn't work with one hand. Yeah, which doesn't two make hands any on sense. It, so it goes back to you know. Earlier on, when he's explaining, like you know, a, a, a Japanese man holds his sword with two hands, you know. Yeah. Now, I mean, I understand that, but like, didn't didn't like the original Silver uh, Silver Samurai? Didn't he have magical powers to make that happen well, to his sword? Yeah, he's a he's a mutant. Right. So, yeah. like, he he had those powers to make his sword that, and so like, and what didn't make any sense to me is just like, so Wolverine holds this sword with two hands. And then it has its powers. That doesn't make any. I yeah, I, thought that was that, bizarre. That kind of I was lost on that one. I, I mean, I get the uh, he's collecting adamantium all these years because he's obsessed with the Wolverine. Although, if you think about it, when he met the Wolverine, he he didn't have adamantium in him yet. That is a fucking good point. I just son of a bitch. I didn't think of that, but you're <laughs> absolutely right. What's he been uh, following him on the news? Yeah, I guess maybe, I mean, obviously he's obsessed he's, with him, so maybe he's, he's just keeping up. He's the X-Men fan club. <laughs> the, the, you know, the news knows all about all the uh, inner workings of uh, Professor Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're you're absolutely right. I did not even fucking think about that. He was bone clawed up at that time, so. Yeah. 
doesn't make any sense. Hole, hole in your plot, sucker. I may have to go down to three stars. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> but that didn't make a lot of sense. Why? Why Viper was particularly helping him? What she was to really gain in any of this uh, was was pretty pointless. Well, once, like you said, they didn't really flesh her character out that much. But I mean, you can kind of, you know, if you're knowledgeable of the comics, you can kind of loosely connect that with the hand, which was kind of what. I guess he was a part of or something, although they never said that, you know, so you could kind of connect the dots maybe in that way, but yeah, they didn't really flesh her character out enough to know what her motives, all of her motives were. Yeah. So, you know, I did like how, uh, I, I liked the charged up sword, uh, cutting off his claws. Something about mm-hmm. that was just like, it really, that did seem like a holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. That it was just like, whoa, they're taking some fucking risks here. And then and you did think, I mean, like, I certainly was like, how the fuck is he going to get those back? He doesn't have, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, it almost grow metal it, back it, powers. It was, <laughs> it was cool, but it almost took me out of the moment. Uh, you know, because then I started thinking, just like you said, well, how the fuck is he going to get that back? So, and I, then I they cut the other one off, and it was just like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. And yeah. then. Then he drills into, you know, the space where the clause is. So this makes a lot. And he has something specifically to do that. So here's the idea at this point, how he thinks of this fight. I'm going to get to a point where I have the ability and I will chop off his claws, Mm -hmm. grab him close enough to me, and then Mm -hmm. be able to drill into said claws and pull out whatever, however, and that was never really. Well, explained. it worked out for him. I mean, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> he took a big gamble, and boy, it paid off. Conveniently enough. Um, and then little man out of nowhere just comes and shoots a dart, and that fucking saves the day. This little yeah. no no nothing guy who switched on a fucking dime. Oh yeah, it- no real reason <laughs> to do this. He has no motivation. To change over, to change sides. All of a sudden, he's just like, I've been wrong all along. See you. Sorry. <laughs> if anything, they, they set it up completely for him to flip, you know, to uh, stay against Wolverine until the bitter end because he took his woman. Yeah. He's just like, look, you took the lady that I've loved all my life. But yeah, yeah you know what? <sighs> You're right. I'm just, this This seems bad. This seems bad. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to save the day. And, you, know, he, <laughs> you know, he goes around to parties later just going... Well, you know who uh, you know who saved that guy, right? That was me. That was me. I, have a, I have a bow and arrow. It's pretty badass. Yeah. You want to see it? It's up on the wall over there. But, pretty awesome. Pretty sweet, huh? Mm. But it doesn't like a lot of the that to me the, the where the problem lies is a lot of the end stuff, and it's like so you got to the point where you know you taken his healing factor from him, which was just like a spider on his heart, which I thought I mean it was it was a cool idea. Excuse me, fucking shit. I'm drinking a lot of Diet Coke lately here. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it was an interesting idea, uh, putting that in there, and it was a great scene of him actually having to do, you know, self-surgery, you know, climbing up mm-hmm. and pulling a thing off of his own heart. Yeah. And having the uh, little scanner thing go away so we can't see it. I mean, that was a, that was a cool scene and all. Mm-hmm. But my thought is, is like, why, when they had already gotten him to this weakened state, did you not just go full force mm-hmm. why did there's so many things that's like why did any of this particularly need to happen mm-hmm. I, I 
as well thought out as many things are in this movie and how the dramatic pacing and everything is good, a lot of a lot of the stuff at the end is like it it feels like no one asked why anything was, you know, like it was. <laughs> it's the difference between a 45 minute movie and a 2 hour and 15 minute movie. Yeah. As, yeah <laughs> we threw in more stuff. <laughs> you could end that did. thing. You could end it real quick. Well, he's weakened. Let's just chop his fucking head off. Game over. Yeah. Or just like, with oh, this, we'll just hot sword. We'll take this thing. We'll take this thing. Boom, boom, boom. And we're done. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it is that kind of, it's that Dr. Evil thing of now I'm just going to turn my back. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to walk away. But don't you want to see him die? No. We'll just let nature take its course. Things that's will kind happen. Of a, that's kind of a natural uh way of looking at comic book movies in general though Very is that you know the villains are always stupid to a point yeah well let's let's talk about the uh the big ending the post ending credits which mm-hmm. let's be honest that was worth my that was worth my money right there getting mm-hmm. i mean like if anything that this movie was was it was a cock tease for days of future past oh yeah and Pro- probably one of the more well executed teasers for uh another installment of any comic movie yeah sometimes they're like okay it's like i mean like i like obviously the first amazing one was i want to talk to you about the avengers initiative because that was where it was like that was kind of like the big announcement of like this shit's gonna happen motherfuckers and it was like whoa and the subsequent ones were okay not great Mm -hmm. I mean, the third one was all right, and, you know, some things were okay, but no, nothing was ever, like, super big. This was a full, like, three-minute scene going oh, yeah, through it's, it's not throwaway. It's not like at the, yeah. end of Evil, at the very end of Evil Dead where he turns out and says, groovy. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, that makes zero sense. It's like, why did this happen? <laughs> Has zero connection to the movie other than the fact that you watched one 30 years ago. It's like, do you remember but, uh, this? You remember that? That guy was that in dude, that, wasn't he? That was he? awesome, right? What's he got to do with this movie? Yeah. <laughs> is he going to set up another one? No. No, he's not in this. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> we just thought you might like to know about the thing that you know about. Oh, yeah, it's a full-on scene. But it's really good. And honest to goodness, I did not see that coming. No. Now, no, obviously, I, I, when this thing started levitating, you knew what the fuck was up. But Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, even – even I mean, look, honestly, I would have been somewhat happy even if they'd ended it before Magneto shows up. Because you know they kind of they showed the uh, Trask Industries thing, which is Sentinels. Yeah, and that, but like, or, again, that's one of those things that, way. like, yes, it, it, that I thought that was a great little moment that you know most it is so throwaway that there are comic nerds that just go, oh shit, oh shit, oh yeah. shit. Oh, hell, and so oh, like hell. we know what that's about, but like everybody else is just like uh, whatever the hell that means. But uh, so that was cool. And, uh, but then all of a sudden, you know, uh, old motherfucking Ian McKellen shows up and it was like, oh mm-hmm. shit. And he's just like, well, why would I, even with the bone claw deal, which I was interesting. I found it interesting that still what, two or three years later, he still has later. the bone claws. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They, they've got to address that, right? You would think. You'd think. You'd I don't think know. they'll have to address it sometime between now and next X-Men movie, because I don't think, uh, or, uh. Days of Future Past, because I don't think too many people are going to be hip on uh, old Bone Claw Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, like, it's fine and all, and, you know, Lord knows he went several years in the comics with just Bone Claws, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, hor- a horrible run, <laughs> by the way. That was, that was the years that Marvel almost went bankrupt, by the way, or pretty much did go bankrupt. I think they actually officially went bankrupt. Yeah, I think so. But, uh... 
you know, but so he's like, why the hell would I trust you? And then, uh, Xavier pops up and it's just, and, and of course, like it's, it's so great because it is very much a like, cause he's asking the same fucking questions that the audience is asking. It's just like, how the fuck are you still alive? Didn't you just disintegrate an X3? He's yeah. like, look, bro, I got, I, have, I got some explaining to do. <laughs> he's like, well, I got more tricks up my sleeve. And it's like, well, fuck, get to that shit later. Yeah, you'll see that next summer. Well, uh, you know, you know it'll be all right. <laughs> Don't worry, we got it. <laughs> this is cool enough, right? But uh, yeah, well, you, I was, saw, you saw him coming too. I mean, even before uh, you actually see him, because you notice everyone in the background. Just oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like yeah, the second that everyone's frozen, it's just like oh shit. Oh hell, you know. <laughs> but oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this much: in the theater that I was in. That entire movie played from minute one, from minute one to, uh, or from opening credits to that scene. And, uh, you know, other than, you know, just a few like, ooh, and ahs, uh, no one clapped at the end of that movie until that scene was played. Yeah. And everybody that was still there clapped for it. So that should tell you how awesome that, you know, just that three minute scene is. So if anything, Wolverine, the Wolverine is a great, uh, extended, extended trailer for, uh, <laughs> much. for days of future past, which I'm still like, I'm crossing my fingers. Like I was, I was, su- I don't know where you were, but I was such a huge fan of first class. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think yeah. first class could have been done much better than it was. I mean, it was just top notch beginning to end. Yeah, I mean, I say until uh, that one came out, X two was probably the best of you know the movies that you'd seen up right. to that point. And I, I think and, it tops X two. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Opinion. In my opinion, yeah, I'm the same way. But uh, so I'm like, and oh man, just just the cast alone for this movie is just like, yeah. You almost hope, or you almost want to say it'd be hard for them to screw it up, but, but... then there's X Men Origins Wolverine. We we've no, seen it or X three even better, but here's the thing. Let's talk about X three for a second. Mm-hmm. Who who shoulders the blame for X three? Everyone now now the gut reaction everybody has is to blame Brett Ratner, but mm-hmm. Brett Ratner was a director for hire on that flick. Matthew Vaughn, the director of X Men First Class, by the way was slated to do X-Men 3, was all the way through the script writing process, through the pre-production process, and then six weeks before shooting said he had some sort of family thing. At least that's what, you know, I'm not going to sit here and call fucking Matthew Vaughn a liar or anything, but Mm -hmm. he's just like, I got a family issue. I can't do this. So he dropped out. Brett Ratner just got thrown in at the last minute, and I, I can't blame him for that movie because he just dealt with what he had. You can't yeah. really prep and try to do anything in six weeks' time. I think the only thing that we can truly blame Brett Ratner for in that movie is I'm the juggernaut bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that was him and him alone. Other than that, I don't see how we can really blame that movie on him. And I would, I want to read a book about about that movie and the making of it and how it just kind of crumbled and fell apart. That would probably be almost as interesting as a book about uh, the making of what was it, uh, Superman Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole—I mean, it's almost in that same vein, you know, where they kind of switched through. up like that. I missed out on it, but they offered the—they—they uh, they offered on Kindle for free, like one time. It's still like five bucks or something, so I may eventually get it. But they all there was a there's a book out about how John uh, the whole John Carter debacle. 
Mm -hmm. about how like that just like robbed Disney of so much money. And I wonder if they're going to do the same for uh, old uh, (laughs) the pirates. Yeah. Probably just do like a three book deal after something else comes out that just dies because it's like between those movies, they've like pretty much negated all the profits that Marvel's made for them. (laughs) Yeah. God. So sad. I actually enjoyed that movie, John Carter. In some ways, I, I mean, didn't it, get a chance to it was see probably it. too long, but um, I didn't think it was as bad as I, you know, I've read since. Well, I think the ba- I think the biggest problem with that was the marketing campaign for it. I yeah, mean, number yeah, one, like you didn't even really know it was coming out. Yeah, well, and the thing was is that you or took what away, the movie was about. You took that. away the one fucking part of it that made that told you what it was. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be John Carter of Mars. You took out the part that says, "Hey, this is a fucking science fiction film." Mm-hmm. So people would just go, John Carter, what is that, a documentary about the WBTV host? <laughs> <laughs> Only a couple of people are going to get that, but the ones who do will enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I, who knows? Anyways, <laughs> that is our review for The Wolverine. A pretty okay recommendation, I guess, for the both of us. If you're mm-hmm. a big comic fan, you're probably going to go out and see it anyways if you already haven't. So, uh That is that. All right, everybody, we are going to take a short break here. We're going to come back and wrap it up, and uh, that'll be that. Stay tuned. Chasing on a working condition You nearly in the bed with the call of my redders Scaring your freedom Look up for something To get your family better life every single day Something's getting going Well, I got no one to play Five o'clock is coming Do you feel the same? When a lonely whistle calls out your name All right, that wraps up our show for today. Nice, quick, tight show and everything. Not too much to talk about. I mean, it's a Wolverine movie, for crying out loud. What do you expect, right? <laughs> if you like comics, go see it. If you don't, eh, you know, wait for it on video. You, yeah, you won't care anyway, so who cares? Mm-hmm. And you probably weren't listening this far in anyways. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's let's remind everybody to uh, go to thefilmfind.com. There you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube. I will have some... Jeez, uh, uh, see that Diet Coke is coming back and haunting me. <laughs> Should have drank, drank something non-carbonated, but, you know, I'm professional, so that's what I do. Mm. Um yeah, so go there, follow us. I'm going to be doing some video stuff probably very soon, so uh, keep an eye out for that. But the best thing to do is go there, subscribe to all those things, hook yourself up. Why not do that? And while you're there, do yourself a favor, subscribe to us on iTunes, and give us a review on iTunes. We're always looking for those iTunes reviews. That's going to help this show get out to more people and uh, you know, help grow things, man. Make things bigger and better and more enjoyable for everybody don't you want that you want that don't you i want it uh, <laughs> with that um so uh next week next week i'm not 100 percent sure what we're going to be doing i guess the like the real big movie that's coming out uh next week is going to be two guns with mark Wahlberg and denzel washington a comic book movie no one remembers that as being a comic book movie but it is 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just like uh, there's a lot of like comic book movies that people don't recognize as comic book movies. You got R.I.P.D. You got Red, the Red mm-hmm. Two coming out. All comic book movies that people don't know are comic books, but you know, Two Guns same way. Or we could be seeing Top Cat the movie. Yeah, uh, it's already got 14 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's probably 14 percent too high in my book. I want to read the good ones who who said that was a good flick. Anyways, but, <laughs> sign uh, me up. <laughs> do kids know what the fuck Top Cat is? No. Top Cat no hasn't way. been relative in 35 years. I don't even think they show that on Boomerang. <laughs> That's just, it's awful. Anyway, so yeah, we're probably, we'll either see Two Guns or I'm thinking that perhaps Laura and I might see the to-do list with Aubrey Plaza. That looked like a good uh, indie comedy mm-hmm. uh, based in the 90s. And uh, I don't know, you, you know, we're pretty much the same age. We like the 90s. We grew up in that time. So yep. that's our era. So we can probably relate to a lot of this bull crap. Anyways. Uh, so that's what we're going to be checking out next week. Uh, Josh, where on the internet can people find you, my friend? Uh, my Twitter handle is at edit or not. And uh, me and my friend Willie Smart, we also do a podcast uh, called Editor's Notes. And you can find us on uh, iTunes. You know, just look up Editor's Notes. And on Twitter, we are at Editor's Notes. And uh, we have a Facebook page, just Editor's Notes. Edit, 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 notes, notes, notes. <laughs> it's repetitive but yeah so like that go. way we, damn it we mostly talk about like fantasy sports and you know we might throw in some comic book talk or uh you know whatever movies you know but our, our main focus is usually fantasy sports so there you give that a listen there you go excellent excellent and uh, you can, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Adam Portress, and you can follow the show at The Film Find. Uh, and then all the other links and everything, like I said, are on thefilmfind.com. So that is it this week for our show, everybody. Please join us next week as we review mm, Two Guns to Do List. Who knows? Uh, it might be a little something. And I'm going to talk to Matt. I think we want to get into like a. I think we want to kind of get into a film series thing here and just kind of like uh, there's a great uh, podcast out of Chicago. It's also on NPR called uh, Film Spotting and they do like great, you know, movie series where they, you know, study the uh, several movies of like a director or a writer or whatever. And uh, I think we're going to might try to delve into some of that area just so we can kind of uh, get in on some uh, just deep thoughts on actual uh classic movies and things like that so uh prepare for that all right everybody that will do it for this week for josh atkins i am adam portress we'll see you next week everybody peace
Uh. It's time for a party. Hey, everybody. Are you one sexy podcast? Because that's what we get. <laughs> Take your pants off and enjoy the show. <laughs> I thought I was here to talk about the Wolverine. Oh, that's where you're mistaken, my friend. You've just been lured into the international sex Skype trade. <laughs> We're not going to be selling you for parts. <laughs> to the lowest bidder that we possibly can. Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> But I, I don't. Have you seen this lately? This whole like new trend of somebody coming on before a trailer and prefacing the trailer. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that even do? I I have no idea. Like, I mean, it's certainly not going to sell it any more or less to me. Oh, Hugh Jackman's telling me about the Wolverine. <laughs> now I'm interested. Ooh, let's hear what he's got to say. Oh, he thinks we'll like the movie. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I saw a trailer for Insidious 2 where the producer was on just going, hey, everybody, I'm such and such for the producer of Insidious 2. Uh, this is a good movie, and I, uh, we think you're really going to enjoy it. I was like, what the fuck? Show me the trailer. You want me to be well, interested? You go. Show me the trailer. I don't need you to blather on about how you think it's fucking, oh, this is good, by the way. Oh, he says it, so it must be true. Let's pay attention. <laughs> or just listen up, <laughs> or it's the or it's the Great Simpsons thing where it's like, oh, this sounds like something. Let's not listen. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. That's why. <laughs> Good. Pull up an ice block and bend an ear.